Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Monsters Who Murder. Serial Killer Confessions. Police found 27 corpses. Australia's worst serial killer. You know, I didn't want to get in the car. With Amanda Howard and Robert McKnight. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my serial killer eyes off of you. Hello, Amanda Howard. <laughs> I'm pretty pleased with I love that it. one. <laughs> <laughs> ah, hello, I'm Rob McKnight. Welcome to Monsters Who Murder, Serial Killer Confessions. You can find me at Rob underscore McKnight on Twitter. And we've got the Serial Killer Whisperer with us, Amanda Howard. She's a, not only the Serial Killer Whisperer, she's a criminologist, a best-selling true crime author. Hello, Amanda. <laughs> Hello, Robert. This is going to be a great episode where we can belt into it just like that. Um, that was that was perfect. <laughs> well... Uh, it, it, I, I started singing. I was, we were waiting to record, and we uh, apparently there's a bit of me singing at the start of it. And I got told, "This is what I got." I'm singing my heart out, having a bit of fun. Mute, please. <laughs> and I thought, "No, stuff that. I'm going to sing for the open." <laughs> it can't take my serial killer it. eyes off it. you. All right. We are here, of course, for episode six of uh, Chris Watts, so let's get into it. And today we're at the following morning on August 15, 2018. After talking to the examiner, Agent Tammy Lee, for three hours, Watts is finally strapped into the monitors for the polygraph test. Before the examination commences, she read through all of the questions and let him know that there weren't any surprise questions. So now Watts is sitting at the very end of the table, his eyes averted from the laptop and monitor, monitor beside him. Amanda, you noted his breathing is very calm. Yeah, so he's making sure that he's taking deep, slow breaths. He was actually told to make sure he doesn't hold his breath, which we know is a way that you can sort of play with this. But I'm starting to believe that you you can't fake these with butt clenching and stuff like that after watching this. So, But it's interesting mm. that he is trying to appear calm because he knows that this is the moment that everything is going to collapse around him. Now, I need to pick up on myself from last episode. So, what we saw last episode wasn't actually the test. He wasn't hooked up. They were just going through the questions. Am I understanding this correctly? No. Well, yes, he wasn't hooked up, but all of those three hours prior to this moment, uh, Agent Lee was actually already testing him. She she knows how people respond to this. This is her job is to watch these people fail or pass a polygraph. So as soon as he, he walked in, she was already checking on him and, and, and working things out. So though he wasn't plugged in, 
he was certainly being a polygraphed. <laughs> right. Yeah, understand. Okay. Well, the test will take a little under 40 minutes. Let's begin and through this first section, although it seems a little dull, we've included it for a reason. The test is about to begin. Please remain still. Regarding what number you wrote on the piece of paper, did you write the number one? No. Did you write the number two? No. Did you write the number three? No. Did you write the number four? No. This portion of the test is complete. Please remain still while I take the instrument out of operation. Okay, you can relax. How'd you feel? You did great. Yeah, that was... You remembered the lie and everything. That was awesome. That was... <laughs> so <laughs> you obviously are a really bad liar. Have people told you that before? Like the second mm -hmm. you tell a lie, like they can tell like on your face that because the second you lied to them number three, like I don't know if you heard me clicking, but I like turned down the sensitivity because you're starting to go off the page. So that is what I need to see as a polygrapher because that tells me that you know it's wrong to tell a lie. Um, and you're actually having a significant reaction when you lie. So that is awesome. So thank you for being a former okay, liar. I, I... <laughs> you are a terrible liar. That is not <laughs> what you want to hear when you're about to lie about killing your entire family, Amanda. <laughs> I oh, know that board, that Burns ward is getting quite oh. full right now. That is terrible because what happened there was um, he wrote down the number three on a piece of paper. So so she asked one, two, three, four, which mm -hmm. which number did, did you write? And, and he had to lie to saying number three. And so and she says, I had to turn it down because when you lied, it went off the charts. <laughs> and so, you know, it's like, oh, you're a really bad liar. I mean, they could have ended it right then and there because could you imagine where his heart is right now? It's in his toes because he knows he's screwed. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, it's now time for the true test to begin. Agent Lee has already <laughs> destabilised him and now what little bravado he still had, that's obviously got to be gone. This just as a final hit before the true test begins, she offers one final moment of clarity. I imagine we will get them done in three. So, okay. okay. And the coolest thing about this is right now there's only one person in this room that knows what the truth is and in about five minutes there's going to be two of us. So... That's the coolest part, okay? And then I can go share that with them out there. Wow. I cannot imagine the fear, the absolute terror he is feeling right now. Yeah, so, you know, all of this calm and easy and she is, is coming over as approachable and kind and they'd spent three hours talking before they got to this point and it's just amazing how 
as you said, he's totally de- uh, destabilized now. He he has no idea what to think, what to do, what to go, what to anything. He's thinking, you know, I he would have Googled how to pass a polygraph. He would have done all of that. And he's come into this room and she said, you're not going to get it over me and you're a really bad liar. And so he is about to <laughs> fall apart. This is This is the best torture I have ever seen and I am so glad we get to see it. Well, sit back, everybody. Relax. Listen in your AirPods or watch the video because let the lie detector testing begin. Regarding Shanann's disappearance, do you intend to answer all of the questions truthfully? Yes. Is your first name Christopher? Yes. Are you lying about the last time you saw Shanann? No. Do you know where Shanann is now? No. Okay, a couple of things here. We have taken out the long pauses as well as the questions he was told to lie about. Even though we've done all that, there's still incredible tension and Agent Lee reminded Watts to breathe normally several times during the question so far. Yeah, absolutely. You know, can you imagine that, Tara? As I said, I think this is the best torture I've ever seen. Not that I condone torture, but I think this is a great way because it's all internal. He is going through absolute terror. He didn't think that it was going to get to this point. He thought he was going to say, oh, I didn't do it. I'm the poor innocent dad and it was going to be over with. We know that from the very first moment that uh, Shanann's friend Nicole busted this wide open, he has been on the back foot and now he's being asked these questions and he is going into panic mode. His heart rate is so high. He's panting almost that she has to tell him to slow down because the dials, they aren't detecting that it's a lie because he's doing this, but it's detecting his nerves and blood pressure because it just shows how that will change throughout these questions. And it's just absolutely amazing to watch. And that was just the first round of questioning. So when that happens, what physically crumples as Lee takes him off the polygraph monitor? Have a look. How do you feel? Horrible. Horrible? Nerves. Yeah. It's like it's trying to look at something without nothing there. The chair thing? Yeah. Yeah. I know it gets kind of weird. Like that's why yeah. I always tell people not to. I just feel like I was just, I don't know, feet and trying to keep everything still. Do you feel like you're in a good position right now? Yeah. Or how you're sitting and that yeah, kind of stuff? Yeah, I feel like it's okay. Okay. Just not used to this. Do you have any issues with the questions as far as you physically causing Shanann's disappearance? Is there anything that you are like, I don't like how that question's, you know, worded, maybe, you know, no. or does it cause you, or you know exactly what I'm talking about? And I know, yeah, like, like, yeah, like, um, from there. Okay, and as far as um, the last time you saw her, you know, I'm talking about in the bed yeah. when you saw her makeup coming mm-hmm. out of her face, and then if you know where she is now. Yeah have a direct knowledge of where she would be at this moment. Okay. Okay. So, do you want to take some drink of water or are you ready to start the second turn? Drink some water. Okay. Jeez, that cocky guy. He's gone. He's really breaking down, isn't he? He is, and it's amazing that we actually have a princess and the pea sort of scenario because he's sitting on a pad as well that um, is is connected to the polygraph, and he complains that it's uncomfortable. And I think it's supposed to be because it sort of keeps him at a certain position because he's not allowed to move and things like that. And I think it's just you know that that 
extra sort of bite that's happening that he's that uncomfortable that he can even feel that chair pad. It's just there is nothing now. He knows that he's done. He knows that she can see that he's done. He has to go through these questions two more times and he just has no idea where to go, what to do, how to look. He that, nothing as he's basically giving like um single syllable responses he's done mm. well as she packs up watch tries the world's best dad act one more time What's interesting here, he's really trying to gauge from her how it went, but she's not binding. You cannot tell if he failed or not from the way she's reacting. No, not at all. It is so good to see because, you know, I'll look at a picture of, of the girls, you know, I'm so proud of them because he thinks, oh, if, if I'd killed them, I wouldn't be sort of like showing photos of them because that's gratuitous. But completely the opposite, he's he's making that point and she is just, yeah, I'm just packing up my stuff. Oh, they're bigger than I thought they were. That's a great photo. You know, she's just like forgetting what she has just done for three and a half hours with this guy and is just chatting like as if they were mm. waiting for the bus together. He has no idea what she knows. He knows that she knows that he knows that she knows kind mm. of thing, but he is just trying to get that confirmation and the next few minutes of his life are going to take forever. Yeah. Well, then Agent Graham Coder, he was from yesterday's interview, returns and both he and Agent Lee are going to go over the results with Watts. Now, unfortunately, Watts has his back to the camera, so we can't see his face, but we can see Coder's and his face is like thunder. And the nice side of Agent Lee is gone too. And Amanda, I must say, I can see you're chomping at the bit too, but hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let's roll the clip. So um, it is completely clear that you were not honest during the testing, and I think you already know that. Um, he did not pass the polygraph test. Okay. Okay. So now we need to talk about what actually happened. I feel like you're probably ready to do that. Uh, I didn't. I didn't lie to you on that polygraph. I promise. Chris, I, I'm. I'm. I'm stop. It's done. I. Just I'm, stop for a minute. Take a deep breath. I. I want you to take a deep breath right now. There's a reason you feel sick to your stomach. And when people hold stuff inside, it makes you physically ill. And I can just tell on your face, I can tell you tell from the second you walked in that you were wanting to just come clean and just be done with this. And I appreciate that because you knew sitting down in that chair that you weren't gonna pass today. And you knew I was gonna find out because I told you that. And then you continued to stay knowing that you could at the end say, you know what? I just need to get this off my chest. Like, I just need to tell you what happened. We're not, we're not here to play games. We're not here to do any of that with you. We just want to know what happened. So can you start from the beginning and tell us what happened? Everything that I've to, I told you, I did not lie on this polygraph. I am, I don't know how much I could, I could tell you right now, like, <laughs> Fascinating and, and really fascinating to watch. Uh, I love 
take a deep breath. I love how Coda is trying to be calm, but it certainly didn't help Watson. We've seen him do this before. Suddenly his smooth talking becomes broken and disjointed, a sort of confusion of words, Amanda. Yeah, basically it's a word salad. So um, mm. people with speech impediments do this, and I know I do it a lot, but to see him do this because he's in a moment of stress, we know now from the very first time that we saw him that he does do this. So when he is caught or when he has so many things to say, if he can't bite his lip, which he's probably doing there, we just can't see it, but he sort of has all these thoughts come at once and he tries to get them all out, but he's trying to check them as well. So it becomes this sort of jumble of words because he doesn't know which thought is more important to put forward. So he's just completely muffled and, and fluffed up and has no idea. And so that's why, you know, he says, oh, no, but I didn't. Um, you know, I, I was being honest. And they're like calling bullshit. As Lee said, because as you said, you know, but was she doing a lie detector test all in the last episode? She said within three seconds yeah. of him walking in that room, she knew. So that yeah, polygraph that was, was just the, that, the that icing on the cake. That was fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> And she brought up him being sick to his stomach that I told you yeah. in the last episode to yeah. remember as well because she says that's what happens when, when people are hiding things inside. It becomes guttural. It becomes sort of that that internal pain. And she's saying, yeah, when you said that, that was just the next part. That was the sprinkles on the icing on the cake. <laughs> Her, the way she's changed is fascinating. She is such a pro where she's like, you knew you were lying. I knew you were lying. I knew you were lying. As you rightly said, the first three seconds you walked in here. Uh, so it's interesting he's still trying to go on with the facade that he wasn't lying. And it's going to be interesting in this next clip as Lee goes back in with more hard words. It's not, even, it's not even an option right now because you did not pass the polygraph, so I know you were being deceptive. So that's not even an issue, an issue right now. The issue right now is what happened to Shanann, Bella, and Celeste. That's the issue right now. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about that. I know. I know you want to tell us. I, I can. I can see it in your face. Holding this lie in is going to do nothing for you. I, I know this. Like okay. I'm not like trying to like cover things up. Like if, yeah, but you kind of are because and and it's normal. Normal people would do that. Normal people that make a mistake initially are going to go. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do anything. That's normal. I would expect that. It's just like if you ask your kid, you know, did you write on the wall? And they go, no. And you're like, I, you have a marker on your hand. Like, I know you just wrote on the wall. And they're like, oh, okay. That's a natural reaction that someone's going to initially lie about something like that and then eventually tell the truth. So this is your eventually telling the truth time. This is where, this is where the rubber meets the road, Chris. Like, don't let this continue any longer, please. I'm not trying to make anything continue. Like, I want them back home, like. But you know they're not coming back home. You know I, that. I don't know in the back of my head. I'm, I hope they come back home. But you know they're not. I, I hope they come back home. Mm -hmm. And I don't know they're not coming back home. I love her. She's on the hunt. She's pissed. She knows he's lying and she's calling out this bullshitting liar. 
<laughs> yeah, I knew that you would love her so much. Oh, she so much. has gone from that non-threatening, that that gentle, soft voice that she had at at the beginning of of these three hours is gone. She's now top dog in that room. She is the one who who. She's got the like the, the red flag. She is saying you're done, you're out of here, and he is trying. And she's like, you know, I am not the nice guy now. I am the tough mm. guy. And it is amazing because as we just saw, Coda goes, you know, let's take a deep breath and be calm, you know, so then she can be the chaotic um, ac- accusatory, ac- <laughs> that word, Accus- um, the accusing person. Accuser? <laughs> yeah, let's go with accuser. Something, yeah. You know, because Coda's come in as as the calm one and so she is coming in as the heavy. So we're doing good cop, bad cop, and I just love that it's her doing the bad cop. It's so amazing. It's also interesting that she juxtaposed his lies to that of a small child lying about writing on the wall and having the marker in their hands. Exactly. It's just like him having the blood on his hands. This is oh. what uh, she, she she's going for, you know. I, I didn't just, make that it's connection. It's better than the tale of... <laughs> Sorry. Bravo. 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 I did not make that connection. Uh, very nicely done. But it is like that. You know the kid's done it. They've got the, the crayon in their hands. He has literally just taken a lie detector test. She has got the hard scientific evidence, Amanda. Yeah, and it's it's just amazing because uh, lie detector tests aren't used often in court because that they are open to interpretation, but I think that she got him before that. As she said, three seconds you walked in this door, I knew mm. you'd done it. Yeah. Well, Coda now takes his turn at asking the questions. And here's what we're confused about. I told you that we've done some work overnight. Yeah. I told you that we've got a lot of leads, okay? That wasn't a lie. Uh-huh. We know a lot more than we think we do, okay? And here's where we're confused. You're this great guy. I'm not just telling you that, okay? I'm telling you that because everyone tells us that, okay? We can't find anyone saying anything bad about you. Chris is a great guy. He's a good father. He's a good man. We're confused as to why you're not taking care of your beautiful children. I'm not taking care of them right now. Right now. Where are they? I don't know where they're at. I honestly, I do not know where they are at. If I could have my babies back home right now, I would. I want them back. I want everybody back. That is the God's honest truth. Uh, okay, Coda, you just need to move out of the way and let Lee go in hard here. But anyway, that's my <laughs> little thing here. Amanda, why do people, when they lie, add emphasis with things like, the God's honest truth? Uh, uh, you know, it's almost like uh, Bill Clinton, I did not have sh- have sexual relations with that woman, Monica Lewinsky. You'd almost get ready for him to add, uh, that's the God's honest truth. <laughs> There's today's accent. Oh, this is a weird, yeah, this is a weird episode. <laughs> what, 
<laughs> what this is, it's actually called truth filling. So when people want you to believe their lies, they add these additional statements as as pinpoints in their conversations to say, you know, in the God's honest truth, you know, I swear, oh, honestly, I do this. You know, they add these to try and give weight to what they're saying. But in fact, it has the opposite effect. If if you didn't do it, you go, well, go on, charge me then. You know, I know I didn't do it. But it's like, no, I have nothing to do with this. That's the God's honest truth. You know, how could you do this? I'm a great dad. You know, all all of this. They they fill in those gaps just to to um, try and and emphasize their lies, basically, mm. because we know that when they do that, it's 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 having the opposite effect of what they think it's happening. Yeah, and look, then in something we've never seen before, all three of them sit there in silence for an entire minute. Now. We've seen this tactic used before. They, the, the, the investigators will sit there in silence, hoping that the, the accused or the person they're interviewing will feel the silence. It's an old trick. But Watts didn't try to feel the air, and the two agents, they did not move a muscle. Coda was the one who finally broke the silence, and he returns to his favourite trick of the tail, <laughs> Amanda, of two Chris's. <laughs>
Now this is taking a twist. He's finally started talking and has now admitted he had an affair. So this is step one, Amanda. It is, and and what what they often do, and we've seen this time and again, is that they 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 offer a smaller like. Yes, I I lied about having an affair, and that's what this was all about. Because I think that by offering that, that they will say, oh well, that's what the lie is. That's what you've been holding, and that's why you're ah. sick to your stomach. But it's not what happens because Coda just comes in and goes, we know. Like, we know more than you think that we know and we so know a lot more than you could ever dream that we know. Can I, can I get this clear? So you're saying yep. that Watts thinks by admitting the affair that puts them off the scent that he killed them. So he's saying, this is my big lie. Not that I killed them, but that I was denying having an affair. Yes. Okay. All right. That is that is exactly what we're seeing here. So you know, it's it's a maneuver that lies like to do. Yes. Start from yes. Yes, and it's because they think that by offering this small lie, they can outmaneuver those that are interviewing them on the bigger lie. It's like you know, you said that I was hiding something. I've given you what I was hiding, and by by sort of going against that, going yeah, well, we know he now does. He's he's lost that that armor that he thought that he had. That this was the big secret, and mm. so uh, it, it's just a strange thing that that people often do because they're telling the small lie. You know, like yes, I stole the piece of cake not I took the rest of it as well. You know, they, this is what liars try to do to get out of the big lie. Okay. I'm going to come to something in a moment, but I want to interrupt here because I swear, even though Watts has his back to the camera, seeing this video footage is something to behold. And you can get access to that simply by going to mwm.uscreen.io. There, for as little as $5 an episode, you can buy the video versions of this podcast. You can subscribe for $15 a month and you've got access to every video we've ever done. If that's not your cup of tea, you might just want to get the audio episodes a week ahead of everyone else. Well, that's easy too. You just go to patreon.com slash mwmconfessions. For $5 a month, you get early access to the episodes. $10, you get bonus episodes plus the secret Patreon Facebook group with Amanda. For $20, you get a monthly group chat. For $25, you get the video version. And for $50, you get a mug and one-on-one group chats with Amanda. There's a whole array of tiers to suit every budget, and you're also supporting the podcast. So just go to patreon.com slash mwmconfessions, and thank you, seriously, thank you from the bottom of our hearts for helping keep this podcast going. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. All right. Let's return where Watts says something that he has no idea is a confession. When I thought I thought I loved God, I thought I loved her. Absolutely. I mean, that's God's not true. Okay. Who is her? So I, I don't want to get her involved in this. I don't want to ruin her life. Like it's something, something like this. I don't want her involved in this. Okay. So can we talk about that a little bit? Yes. 
I knew that you would say you didn't want to get her involved. She's a wonderful person. I, I mean, she knew I was married, yes. And I told her we were going through issues, yes. yes. And I told her that, you know, we were going to get, you know, at the end, like, we were going to be separate. Like, once I figured out what that was, I didn't know what that was going to be. I know. Okay, Amanda, this is interesting because uh, he's talking about the fact he doesn't want her mixed up or involved in this. Yeah, in this. What is in this? It's not about the interrogation. It's about the murder of her, of his wife and, and children. So, you know, it's it's something simple. And Coda actually leaves that off to see if Watts would say it again. He goes, you don't want him, you don't want her um, mixed up in the conversation, whereas... Watts is actually saying in this. So he's actually talking about what's going on. He's talking about the murders. He doesn't want her linked to this. You know, yeah. it's just he has no idea. That's the closest he's come so far to actually confessing in, to it by just using in this. But, you, look, the fact is Coda's already a step ahead and he throws some curveballs at Watts. I know. I had no idea. I, I like, you know, I saw her, took my breath away, and... I'd never thought in a million years that could happen. I know you think I'm a favorite, but like it was, I never felt that way about anybody, like anybody in my lifetime. Chris, that's not your fault. No, no, I'm just, can we do this? I know you want to take care of her because it's because you're a type of guy that takes care of women. It is. You took care of your wife, you took care of your daughters, you were very good at taking care of her, and you want to take care of her. So can we make a deal? I don't think this girl did anything to hurt anybody, but I can't walk out of here wondering. So can we leave her out of it? Okay. Get back to your wife and your daughters. Okay. Where are they? I do not know. That was what I was holding back. Like, I didn't know, like, what I did. I know, Chris, in the interview today, you weren't asked about infidelity. You were asked about... That was I was holding back from last night. That's when what you feel today. That's not how that works. You would have reactions to every single question, not just the ones that we talked about being important. Like the ones you wanted me to lie about, like, is that what you're talking about? No, the ones about her disappearance and knowing where she's at and about what you, about seeing her last. I was not lying about those things. So can, I, can I tell you what I think? Yes. Okay. So, going into that interview today with Tammy, where we strapped you in, we knew, we knew all about Nikki. Okay? All about her. And you're doing a very good job right now. Because you didn't have to tell us about it, but you did. Uh, I couldn't hold that in anyone. I know. I, we could see it in your chest. I can't. In your eyes. Okay. Here's the challenge that we have. We knew about Mickey, so we didn't need to ask you about her in the polygraph. We just didn't need to, because we knew. Okay. And so that's why we didn't ask you, because we already knew the answer. Okay. We're very, very worried about your daughters and your wife. I am too. Okay. So can I tell you maybe? Um, based on the people that I've talked to and Tammy's talked to, based on all the investigations we've done, based on your cell phone, both your cell phones, your wife's cell phone, Nikki's cell phone, okay? 
based on talking with family members and friends and based on talking with everyone. Here's what we know, okay? And I'm not going to lie to you right now. Here's what we know, okay? Chris is a good man. Everyone said it. Okay, I'm not just telling you that because I, you know, want to blow smoke here. You're a good man, okay? Nobody can say cancer is about packing a backpack. Nobody. You either pack a backpack for your kids or you don't, okay? It should have been the happiest time of your marriage. Okay? You and Shanann, this should have been the happiest time. She's making a little money. She's making good money. You're making great money. You both have a job. You have beautiful kids. You have a beautiful house. You're in Colorado. Clean air. Good people. Okay? And on top of that, you look pretty good now. You're pretty fit. Okay? This should have been a time in your marriage where you guys were happy and thriving and productive. Okay? And I believe that Shanann is the reason none of that happened. I believe that she's a controlling person. Maybe doesn't listen to you as much as she should. I think that she can do whatever she wants and you can't. Okay? I think if you were to go to a restaurant, she would order whatever the hell she wants. And as soon as you order a nice steak, she says, whoa, buddy. Okay? A woman that lets her man do all of the backpack packing and all of the cooking I do all the cooking, but yeah. she cooks like five yeah. years, like some things here and there. Okay. That's because you're a good person, and I think that she started on the path to leave the marriage. Okay. It's ironic that we're talking about you and Nikki. I think that she was the one who started on that path first. What do you think about that? I wouldn't have thought about that. The other thing I think is interesting is, even though she is that type of person that's controlling, doesn't listen, does what she wants, is walking away from her kids, here you are defending her. Because to your core, you want to take care of the people you love. Okay. And that's the reason why we want to give you an opportunity today to just help us find them. Okay. Amanda, it really is a case of the cards are on the table. Coda has put them down. He's shown a lot of his cards that he already knew about Nikki, his girlfriend, and that he'd been through her phone even. Yeah, and it's it's a good thing to show uh, what's what they know because he's actually quite shocked and surprised that they knew all of this, you know. But then when he goes, you know, the reason I failed the the lie detector test is because you know I was worried that that you'd find out about her. But then um, Lee actually piped in there and said, "No, because I didn't ask you about that." You being worried about something else is not going to make you say, I don't know where my wife is. And so, and so she sort of totally negated that. And then when Coda's coming in and saying things like um, Shannon was controlling and she was, you know, looking elsewhere and all of this sort of stuff, he's trying to negate um, uh, Watts's reasoning for doing what he did. He's, he's trying to say, you know, we all get to that point where we snap. It's about offering him options for him to go, yeah, you're right. But, you know, it's still not at that point. Watts knows he's done, but, you know, he's fighting for his life and this is what people do. People will continue to self-preserve and that's what he's, he's trying to do. He's trying to negate all of, of the scientific evidence they have um but you know coda and lee are all over this mm. well after going hard at him for 10 minutes lee pipes in again with a very good point i just, I just find it hard that 
hear you talk about is having this emotional, you know, conversation with Shanann and you're bawling and crying together and you have not shed one tear in two days that you've been here. No. Not one. And I help me understand that because I don't get it. You're these are your baby girls. And you have not shed one tear over them not being around. Chris, I I, 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 I lose my four year old in the store for ten seconds and I start to go panic. Panic. I have not seen any of that from you at all. Help me understand that. I love those girls. I, I would never do any just because I haven't shed a tear. You get yeah, no, that's weird. Is I, that I, weird? Don't don't look into that like I don't love my well, kids. Tell me, my explain wife. to me. You're you're crying with your wife that you're leaving her. Yeah. But you don't cry that your two little baby girls. I'm hoping are they're still around somewhere. I'm hoping they're still somewhere. Yeah, but you alive. don't have them right now. You're I not know. reading stories to them at night. I know. You're not giving them midnight snacks. You're not giving them their medicine. You're not waking up with them in the morning. I know this. Like I. So that I, should cause you pain. It does cause me pain. But I don't see that. I don't see that. I want to see the Chris that cares. I want to see I, the Chris that you know, feels bad about what he did and wants to, you know, get this off his chest and be done with it and let us find your little girls so that they're not out there in the middle of a field or whatever somewhere. Like, don't do that. I, I love those girls to death. Then show us that. Show us that. Show us this, Chris. I'm not this, Chris. I'm not, I'm not showing you that, Chris. I'm, I'm showing you the Chris that cares about his girls and his wife. Just because I haven't shed a tear, it shouldn't make you feel like I haven't, that the love isn't there for them. <laughs> God, even. Oh, God. Chris, we haven't heard you cry. Oh, to put the tears on. I miss them. I Oh, show that to the jury. You're done, mate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I, I don't know. What do you want to say about that, Amanda? Because that's <laughs> that is woeful, woeful. It's almost like you went, oh, yep. shit, I forgot to cry. <laughs> That's exactly what's happened. And that box of tissues is still sitting there at the other end of that table. <laughs> that will come into play because now he realized because he didn't think about this. And this is why this is why that they go for the calm, the hard, the soft, the gentle, the the um the the calling of bullshit. Because when oh. you do all this, you can't keep up your emotions to change with that. But if it's someone who is absolutely devastated and wanting these police to go out there and search for people, you would be howling your heart out so frustrated straight and say you're wasting your time here with me go and find my children and you would be hysterical regardless of what they ask tell us about their last christmas you would sob about it he's done none of that because he's doing self-preservation this yeah. is about look i'm a big tough dad i know how to look after my girls you know and that they've realized he's all bravado he has nothing that is about loving these girls and so the fact that as soon as she said you've shown no emotion and he breaks and stops it's like oh my god you're kidding me right you're absolutely kidding me you know but yep 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, this guy's obviously stupid. Like he never had a he never had a chance of getting away with this. I mean, that is your clear cut example. You haven't cried, Chris. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, like I mean. <laughs> Oh, at least wait a couple of questions, you know, before you bring on the tip. I mean, oh, stupid is as stupid does. And thankfully you're stupid because, you know, we got caught. Look, let's move to the next bit because Lee then tries to provide another option for what's to consider. Make sure they're warm. They're, they're always warm. They're, they always have, when they're in the bed, they're always warm. Were you just taking care of them at the very end? They're always they're they're always taken care of. They're always they never miss a meal. Because you took them out of the house with their blankets and their animals, except because you cared. That's what a caring dad does. I mean, I'm always caring for these kids. There's no, nothing in this, in this world for my life. I believe that. I believe that, and I believe someone made a mistake, whether it was you, you or Shanann. And you either cleaned up after Shanann or you made the mistake, and I mean, I want to believe that maybe Shanann did it and you felt compelled to fix this so Shanann didn't look bad. That's what I that's what I want to believe. But I don't know, you're not telling me that, so it makes me think the worst. Like, did you I did not do all three of them? I like, did not do anything in this case. Not do anything. What did Shanann do though? Tell us, Chris. Chicks are crazy. Can I have talk to my dad or something? Absolutely. <laughs> Do you want to bring him in here? No, uh, I just can't talk to my dad. Like, I flew across the country. Hey, Grant, how about this? If we brought your dad in here, would you please tell him what happened? Can I just go talk to him? I've been here for like five six hours and I'm like, absolutely. Chris, look at me, man. It's not going to feel any better. <laughs> Amanda, this is genuinely nail-biting stuff, and he's asking for his dad. Yeah, so he's at this point now, and the fact that Lee has said, you know, did she do something to the girls and then you did something to Shanann? So this is giving him another option, and we see this all the time, that they're not getting anywhere with a direct confession, so they try and go in the back door to see if it starts a confession which then they can disprove and show what the true confession should be so um you know the fact that they've suggested that and now suddenly he wants to talk to his dad yeah. um i think that that was a very good sign they kind of said no you he can wait half an hour while we talk but they were okay for that to happen because they know that he's getting weak he, they've got answers to everything that he tries to disprove and he's just lost now and he his his mind is probably even a worse word salad than he had before. 
Yeah, well, it's interesting. We know that they play these games of having control where they will say, well, maybe, yeah, we'll get your dad, and then they put it off and they put it off and then might eventually bring him in. But as you say, they've got the control of this room. It's obvious. And he's he's clamouring to find a way out, but it, the walls are getting closer. So Ronnie Watts, mm-hmm. Chris's father, enters the room, and according to Coda, Ronnie has been there for the entire five hours that Watts has been in that room. He touches his son on the shoulder as he moves around him to sit down, and Ronnie... Look, at times he is hard to hear, but we'll fill in the blanks as best we can. Okay, so his dad has sat outside for five hours, finally gets to see his son, and all this guy can do is lie more. So to summarise, Watts did just confess, but his confession to his father is about the affair with Nikki, And then he throws in another boot at his wife, saying he doesn't want to protect Shanann, claiming that she hurts the kids. God, he's a real piece of work. He is. I mean, I got to a point of, like, absolute white rage when I was watching this. It was beyond anything. It's like your priority is your affair, then your girls, and then your wife. And and the fact that he thought it was more important to tell his dad about his girlfriend, like, hey, you know, in all of this, I've still ended up with a hot girlfriend, um, is, is just shows how vile and revolting he is. And now he's one of the people in prison who gets so much fan mail, not just pen pals, not just, like, people like me, who, who research these people, but women like sending him proposals and all of this sort of stuff because they're absolutely enamoured by him. And I don't get it. I, I don't. And I know that we will do more about groupies and, and stuff a different time. But I just I just can't believe that even to his own dad, yes, he knows he's in a room that's being recorded and there's cameras and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, even to his dad, he's just done this when all he wanted was the comfort of his dad. And his dad comes in there for comfort. And then he just does that. It's uh, it's, it's Yeah, sickening. but I don't, I don't, you just raised a really good point. I don't think we can 
um, negate the fact that they're being recorded, and he's very aware of that. So I, he's playing. He's definitely playing a game. He wanted the comfort from his dad, but he also knows he needs to keep up the charade because he's being recorded and they're all watching. But um, he's trying to, you know, use hand signals to in this next clip to to talk to his dad, and his father's just trying to walk the hell, trying to work out what the hell he's saying. Have a look at this. She heard him. Okay, so what's his whispering as much as he can? And his father is, and let's face it, the rest of us can't hear what he's actually saying. But the gist of it was that he killed her for killing the girls. So, Amanda, he's picked up on the seed Lee planted earlier. It's amazing how they don't think of these alternate realities until someone offers it to them. As you said, he's dumb and stupid is as stupid does. That's exactly what's happening here. He realised then he wants to sound it out on his dad to see if it sounds plausible, basically. <laughs> that, that, that's exactly what he's doing. He's just trying to say, does this work? So if his dad went, yeah, bullshit, Chris, he yeah. thought, okay, well, I've got to change this. But dad went, oh, my God, okay, you know, because he, he's trusting his son who's in the worst predicament of his life and he thinks that he's going to be honest with him. And so, you know, like these these hand movements and, 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 and poor um, what senior is just sort of going, what, huh? Huh? What? And because he he is ha he's having all of this stuff go through his head, and now his son saying like that his wife who is pregnant with his third child, um, killed their daughters. Like it's it's totally implausible, but it just proves how um that they plant these for this very reason to see if they're going to pick up to up with it because then when they show that he has actually killed all of them it, that they can go back and go through this part of, of the confession and say you know but you said this but it actually proves that like it would have been a taller person doing this and stuff mm -hmm. like that so um it, i just love that they pick up on these altered alternate um scenarios it's a great tactic and watts goes into a little more detail of his new lie he's thinking on the run have a look You know you're up shit creek when even your father calls bullshit. And I love how he says, you really think this is going to work? <laughs> 
I know. But, I mean, we're, we're laughing and joking about it and, and that's what we do. But literally he is realising that his son is lying to him yeah. but it also means that he knows that his son has now killed three people, the most important people in his life. And because he's now got a loss too because not only is he going to lose his daughter-in-law and, and his granddaughters and and the, the grandson that was coming, but his son's going to jail for the rest yeah. of his life. And he's like, you know, cut it you know do you really think going with that story is going to be the one they're going to believe yeah so ronnie he actually goes over the story his son just told him <laughs> so ronnie so ronnie he he goes over the story one more time that his son has just told him she freaked out over the separation i don't think it's she laid back down but that's not the top but Amanda, you've spotted something. <laughs> yeah, because what he had said previously that, that he heard a noise upstairs but didn't think anything of it, and now he's saying that he heard a noise and he rushed up there and, and his wife was straddling one of the girls and they were both blue and, and he was the hero that had to come in and do all of this. But we can see that the holes are being poked in his, his story, yeah, and I feel so sorry for his dad. You can see that he is showing absolute terror. He's stressed, he's concerned, he's worried, and yet Chris is just sitting there going, through this like just trying to sort this new story out to see if it works you know and he keeps coming back to that the girls were blue and i think that that is that is something that he is going to see for the rest of his life and also dealing with the realization that his son is a killer of of family you know yeah. just like his own blood it's just yeah all right ronnie continues to narrate the story for us Poor father, um, he knows this story isn't real, is he? Doesn't he? Yeah, you know, the, the, the fact that Watts is trying to make it look like that his wife became a cold-blooded killer that day and so he had to as well. I mean, it's 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 not... 
it's not impossible, but it's highly implausible that that is what was happening. But he's just trying to do it because, as we see, he doesn't want to take ownership of killing his daughters. As I said from day one, I don't think this is what the plan was. And so he has to now make it fit what the evidence is going to show because he knows that he's um, failed the lie detector test and now he has to come up with something that negates killing his daughters you know and so that's what this is all about otherwise this would have been like a half hour um in interview and not i think we're at 14 hours or something so yeah. it's just you know his his dad is just beyond um like he's just so so just just feeling so bad about what he's hearing and what his and, son is actually saying to him and probably also thinking about in some ways trying to protect his son you know it, it's it's a very <laughs> raw emotion he must be going through. In fact, he does something now that displays how he's feeling. Okay, it was a very poignant moment and for those listening to the um, audio version of this, what we saw was Ronnie basically touching his head like despair and then actually reach over and touch his son's hand. Yes, but what he didn't do was there was no eye contact. Watts would not look at him. He knows that he is like causing such a horrible moment for his his father his dad even moved his his chair closer he wants to be there and hold his son and i know that you know with this world of you know men shouldn't show feelings and everything which is a horrible thing that we have to break this dad is showing his son the most um love and care that he can in this situation he just wants to hug him yet you can mm. tell and what's can't even look at him while his dad holds his hand it's like this is the moment your dad is saying, mate, you're still my son, regardless, tell me. Yeah. Um, but Watts is, is locked off, yeah. But, what, but Watts really does finally show some remorse, but it only lasts a second. Sorry. So he's apologised, but not for the murders. No, it's all about this beautiful affair that he's he's having. He he wants to talk about that. That this is like the the, the big horrible secret that that he has. You know, it's it's so amazing that he wants to focus on that and not on why they are all here. You know. The girlfriend can do something later, that's fine. But right now, where are your daughters? Where is your wife? Yeah. And he's apologising for an affair. It's yeah. like... Mm -hmm. Well, a few minutes later, Agent Lee and Coda return and Lee asks Watts to tell them what he had told his dad.
I know it's hard to hear, so I'm going to go through everything in a moment. But before I do, Amanda, the first thing I found very interesting from that clip was Lee rubbing his back, asking if he's okay. <laughs> yep, yep. Because now they think that they're coming into a full confession. So she's sort of like, like we're, we're good here. You're like, it's okay you know, you've sorted it, the hard part's done, now just tell us. So she thought that she was going to go into a full confession and she's now playing good cop, you know, and mm. Coda's silence and his and his death stare that he's got is so amazing. But also at the same time, both Lee and Coda have their chin in their hands. Now in the in the patron secret group that we have, um, I've actually spoken about that and I said if you're chairing a meeting and people have their chins in their hands, cut it and send them an email because people are bored and they're not listening to a word you're saying and that's what's happening here. Okay, very interesting. Okay, that's and you can get that on the $10 plus tier on Patreon. Um, okay, let me take you through what happened. He claims that after their fight, he went downstairs to get ready for the day and he saw on the baby monitor that Shanann was in Bella's room and was killing her. So he ran upstairs and found both girls dead, and so he killed Shanann in revenge. Coda is silent, as Amanda said. Ronnie Watts is trying to comfort his son. His hand is on the back of his shoulder. Watts has his face in his hands, and Lee is speaking softly as she tries to get more out of him, Amanda. Yeah, it's it's this is a perfect moment and it's like I wish the sound he he was better. But you know, Watts is forgetting now to have that emotional voice. He he is softer spoken, but he's actually not doing the crying thing that he tried to do half an hour earlier. Mm. You know, but um Lee's now the head dog still and she is there to to get the truth from him. But we're a third of the way there because he has confessed to a murder. 
Yes. So he could say it's it's it was in revenge and all of that, um, and that becomes a crime of passion. And I think that's murder too. But th- they've got one, so now they have to disprove the rest of his story about what happened, and that is going to happen with GPS and all of this sort of stuff. But we're we're one murder down. We have two more to go. And that's an important part, though. Having the confession to that one murder is a starting point, right? This is this is. Can't be underestimated. Yeah, absolutely. This is is the point where it starts to flow now because now he has that part out that they that they scrap that they won't say anything else about Shanann because they've got that they can come back to that if if they need to. But now it's about focusing on what happened to the girls and how this went down because as we've seen, he has talked about the girls a lot. This mm. is the hardest part, and they know it was. They were that's why they tried to say, you know, did, did Shanann do something that that made you retaliate because they knew that that would get him to that point saying, you know, I killed her because she was horrible to my beautiful daughters. So, you know, that worked. That Very absolutely clever. worked. It's Very not clever. because it's not yet yeah, because we don't care about motive or things like that. What we're seeing is that he killed her. End of story. Yeah. That's done. That murder has happened. Regardless of what is going to go in, in, in the courts, we have that he killed her. Now they have to punch holes in the rest of the story that Shanann did this to, to the girls. That's the harder part, but, you know, we're getting there. Yeah, and that leaves one key question. Where are the bodies? I don't want to go. What if we, uh, what if 
just drove by and you could just say, right there, we could help you just get him out of the cold, you know, take care of him for the last time. Today to do the right thing. You didn't have to come in. You came in all alone. <laughs> Isn't it interesting how Watts can cry on command? Yes, finally we're getting to see these tears because you know why he's crying? He forgot that he had to tell them where the bodies are. He That is a shock. When they ask that, it shocks him that he's like, oh, shit, yeah, that's yeah. the next part because if they have the bodies, they can see who killed them, how they were killed, you know, and all, all and of that. And he's admitted he he's knows freaking where they are out. because he killed the wife. Exactly, you know. Yeah, well, exactly, and and he says, you know, because that they said, you know, we we want to bring your girls home, and he goes, why they're dead, you know, like we can't bring them back because he thought that that was the end. This confession was plausible enough; they'll go with that story and and move on. But having the bodies, that's a whole other part of, of of this conversation that he hadn't even considered until this very point. So his his crying, it's certainly on on command because he is scared shitless now of what's going to happen next. Yeah, but he's he's crying for himself, isn't he? He's not crying yeah, for them. Yeah. He's crying for himself. Yeah, absolutely. This is the oh shit, you know, I I'm in deep and and this next part because once they have the bodies, you know, all things are going going to change, especially how he did it and what he did to them. So it's it's just um we've been talking about what happened to this point now we're getting to the what happened after this point and there's like so much more still still to go and he thought that this moment was the point they go okay you've confessed we're done see you we're you know well go and get get you signed the paper and you'll be in court next week and you can get your, your check from um the today show next week you know that's mm. what he thought was about to happen but they're just starting yeah, well, it is just starting, and that means we will be continuing with Chris Watts next week on Monsters Who Murder Serial Killer Confessions. We need to see how they get the confession out of him for those two lovely little kids and how they start to poke holes in his story. There's a lot more to come, isn't there, Amanda? There is so much more to come. <laughs> and we will take that journey next week with Amanda Howard, the serial killer whisperer, next week on Monsters Who Murder, Serial Killer Confessions. I'm Rob McKnight. We'll see you then. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.